Wednesday at 8 p.m. You're listening. You're listening. You're listening. You're listening to Music Biz 101 and more. Start talking. No, I'm kidding. Oh, welcome to Music Biz 101 and more, your free advice radio show and podcast. Find us every Wednesday at Brave New Radio, 88.7 FM on the campus of William Patterson University in scenic Wayne, New Jersey, or on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher Radio as a podcast. I am your co-host, Professor David Kirk, with your other co-host, Dr. Esteban. Mark Cronin. This time you actually answered. Yes. Usually I say Dr. Esteban right and nothing happens. Right you, on the button. You came right in. I was really, right. you're really good at this now. We are alive, and we are pre-recording what you're listening to from Where Nashville, are Tennessee. We? we are in Nashville, Tennessee, oh. the Music Biz 2016 con- con- God, convention. Is the sun out? We would never know if no, the sun is out in the wouldn't. dark. This is radio. Yes, we are in the dungeon of the convention center here in Nashville. The old convention center. That's right. But we're not unhappy because no. this is free space to us so that we could do this in conjunction with the Music Biz 2016 Donio, convention. That's right. that's right. Thanks to Jim Donio. Thanks to the Music Biz Association for giving us a space and to help us with our uni- William Patterson University students who are connecting and interviewing with some great guests, such as Bjorn Roche, who is with us today. Bjorn Roche, who is with us from Shimio. We're going to get into you, so just stop interrupting, Bjorn, okay? I know how you are. And I know you're dying to walk all over us, but it's our show. It's not the Bjorn Roche show. It's about him. That's right. That's right. But with Bjorn, we're coming right back, okay? I understand. You, please don't interrupt. <laughs> and we also want to thank, we have two students who are here with us. We mm-hmm. want to thank Ashley Overa for being here. <laughs> Cole Mazaleski for being here as well. Cole Mazaleski, very good. I've seen Cole, that's right. It's great to see Cole. Yeah. It's great to be around him. We want to thank Mia, the music and enter- music and entertainment industry educators association gave us a grant of a thousand dollars, Bjorn, to help the students get here, to Where's help pay check? for a flight, to Let help the, all of that goes to Marco, the Marconi uh, Foundation. Yeah. We want to give thanks to Van Dyne Bruno Inc. and White Hat Management, with artists like Charlie Puth, Dave Matthews, Sharon Jones, the Dap Kings, and Kiss. There's only one place to go for your band's business management. Go to vb-cpa.com when you are ready. They gave us money as well to help pay for the students to be here to talk to people like Bjorn Roche of Shimeo. Where's my check? It's coming. It's coming. We want to give thanks to Christine Vey, a wealth manager and the president of Vey. Well, are you check. are you nervous, Bjorn, right now? Are you nervous about this? No. Are you happy to be here? Yes, I'm very excited to because we're to be excited here. to have you here. Yeah. I just want to make sure you're excited. No, I'm just I'm just waiting for my turn. It's coming right, well, right now. It's not your turn. So please, <laughs> Bjorn. We want to give thanks to Christine Vey, a wealth manager and the president of Vey Wealth Management. Christine has helped many of our professionals at William Patterson University to manage their investments and plan after their retirement. If you're looking for some guidance on how to plan for your retirement, for example, the Bjorn Roche Fund, we want to have, or if you have questions on anything from investments and portfolio management to insurance and retirement planning, give Christine a call at Bjorn. Would you repeat after me, please? 732 732 455 455 1510. 1510. Wow. That was amazing. Sign him up. Give him a deal. Give him a record contract, seven albums. He gets 1%. Or you could email her, Christine at theywealth.com for advisement. Of course, she has a tagline, and it is Your money, your values. Our focus. Is that it? Yes, Because <laughs> you're, you're starting to squint. You're thinking. No, I couldn't remember if I got it in the right order. It's, um, what matters is our focus now is on Bjorn Roche yes. of Shimeo. One of the children should give a brief bio of Bjorn, and then one of the children should then begin asking questions. Cole, you will go first, because just so people know, we are at Music Biz, and 
we've put all these, the students have put all these interviews together, and at the same time we're on Tuesday at Music Biz, and they all have interviews to go to, and uh, Cole may have to jump out in the middle of this interview to run to an interview, an actual interview he has with a company, who's your interview with? Red Eye Distribution. It's Red Eye Distribution. Mm. So if at the end of this, Cole's not here, it's not because he doesn't <laughs> like you, dear listeners, and it's not because he doesn't like you, Bjorn Roche of Shimeo. What's your website? Shimeo.com, S-H-I-M-M-E-O.com. It's not that he doesn't like you or the app Shimeo. It's just that he has to go. So thank you in advance, Cole, for being here, and I'm sorry you have to go. What? Okay, sorry. Let us go. Please, somebody talk. It's not me. All right, so we have uh, Bjorn Roach with us. He is the founder and technical lead of Shimeo, and this is an app that is able to create music videos with like original music from unsigned artists or just some of your favorite hits, you could make a music video to them. Um, and yeah, so the first question I'd like to start out with is, so where did the name Shimio come from? So, uh, so it's actually a uh, combination of, oh, well, first of all, thank you, Stephen Dave, for having me and Ashley and Cole for being here and interviewing me. Mm -hmm. um, really appreciate it. And um, so to answer your question, um, Shimio is, uh, it's two words, shimmy, the dance move. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, this is radio, so you can't see me, but I'm doing it. <laughs> he is I'm really. shimmying. You look amazing when you shimmy, <laughs> by the way. I've gotten a lot of practice. Great mm. for radio. And uh, <laughs> video, uh, so you take shimmy and you take video, you put them together and you get shimmyo. Oh, that's interesting. That makes total sense. Yeah. Like Oreo. <laughs> exact Almost. same thing but completely different Go on. Um, so where did the inspiration come from when uh, creating this app um, so it's actually kind of a long story do you want the long version or the short version um, the how much time we got yeah, we, have, we want the interesting <laughs> we want the yeah. Bjorn Roche version the Bjorn Roche version okay so um, my co-founder uh, Josh um, he and I met uh, a few years ago and just stayed in touch and um, he had some friends who were musicians who approached him with an idea for a karaoke app. Um, and he just sent me an email, hey, I'm thinking of doing something with, uh, I think he described it as American Idol for mobile. Hmm. I had no idea what that meant, but I, you know, he's, he's a great guy. He sold his last company to Shutterfly. Um, we'd gotten along, so I said, well, I don't know what that means, but let's, let's sit down and talk about it. Um, so we, we sat down, and his idea was basically, um, I don't know how to describe it except American Idol for mobile. <laughs> uh, it was basically having a competition on mobile where people would do karaoke um, and you know, compete for the, for the top prize. Um, and I had had a background in uh, developing software for audio engineers, uh, so it seemed like a really good fit. And we talked about it uh, for a while, that concept, and we knew karaoke was popular, we knew you know, competitions were popular, we, we thought this was a really good way to go, but when we thought about how we would actually market that product, how we would get it out um, to the world, we kind of hit a stumbling block because people don't share uh, karaoke. Karaoke is a, is a pretty private experience. Um, whereas when we started to think about video, which I don't know how we thought of that, but at some point we added video into the mix and we started to realize that 
people share video. And when they share video, people click on it, people respond to it. So when I think about my own Facebook feed, for example, um, it's full of, you know, other musicians sharing their music that I never click on, um, which is sad to think about because I love music. Um, and even, even friends whose bands I like, I don't necessarily click on their music. But if they share a video or a photo or something like that, um, that starts to get really exciting to me and I'll click on it and so do other people. And people really respond to video. And we also started to think about how bands don't have a really easy way to make videos of their songs. And my wife actually pointed out that when she was a, um, a young teenager, she and her friends would choreograph uh, dances to their favorite songs. So we started to put all these things together and think maybe a karaoke app isn't going to be the next big thing. The next big thing is probably going to be a video app and a music video app. Um, so before we started building the karaoke app, we, you know, we, we changed the business plan and started thinking about a video app and how people would interact with that. Um, and so that's a long answer to your question. Um, but you know, sometimes it takes a while to, to really figure out what's gonna make sense. And that, those, those are the steps we really had to go through to think about you know, um, what our idea was, what we wanted to do, and where the market need was. Um, because we also looked at YouTube and saw that people love making these video recreations of their favorite videos. Um, I can't remember if Gangnam Style was the one that was big at the time, but I think so. Um, and uh, um, and something where we knew we could have a marketing angle on it as well. That happens so much though with the startups, is you come up with this initial <laughs> idea and as you're going through your plan and as you're either trying to get money or you're getting feedback from other people, that's, I think you used the word pivot <coughs> earlier, you know, you just kind of have to mold it and figure out exactly where the market is and maybe it's not this original thing that we have the idea for but this other thing actually works even better yeah and we were lucky to pivot before we mm -hmm. had yeah. done any work um so i don't know if it counts as a pivot but <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's good planning you know yeah and, but it also is what we always preach is that they find somehow even going through a little bit the maze and so they find a niche mm -hmm. that nobody's servicing Right, yeah. You know, and there it is. So you don't have to go work for the big three. And that's it. You're in the yeah. business. Do you work for the big three? You're not in the business. Right. You know, here's now a, a new a niche that makes a lot of sense that we'll get into further because we know a little more about it. But, um, you know, something that some nobody's servicing right now. So mm. continue on. Mm -hmm. Continue, Cole. Um, so I saw that you're working with publishers and labels to uh, create a catalog of music for Shimeo. I was wondering how large is this catalog currently and where do you see it in the near future? So right now, um, if you download the app today, uh, I don't know when this is going to be airing, but... <laughs> uh, as 2050. Oh, 2050, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, as of the moment of this uh, recording, um, we... Um, we, we have two op options for music in the app. One is you can upload your own. So if you're an artist, you can go to SoundCloud and upload your own music. And the other option is to grab a song from our catalog. 
And our catalog right now is pretty limited to um, independent artists. We've got just about 50 tracks, something like that, um, that are tracks that we have licensed from unsigned artists, so we didn't have to go through labels or publishers to get those. Um, and they're all paid for. So, um, so those are your two options in the app right now. And most people using the app are using their own tracks. They are grabbing tracks from SoundCloud um, and uploading those. So, um, so they're making music videos for their own music. Uh, the next stage for us is to, as you said, um, license music from the major labels and publishers. And that allows us to broaden our audience for the app. Um, to people who aren't necessarily musicians. So um, I actually don't know how many tracks we have that, that we're able to use mm -hmm. based on our current publishing license licenses and um, label licenses. And actually just a few minutes ago I had a conversation with our label contact about this. <laughs> um, one of the major problems in the industry not just for us, but for many, many other people, um, is trying to figure out who owns particularly the publishing rights to a given track. So trying to figure out um, a given song. Um, uh, I think yesterday here at the uh, conference, somebody gave an example of Empire State of Mind has 12 writers, mm -hmm. and I can't remember how many publishers but it was a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it was eight. Could be wrong about that, but it, it was in the neighborhood of eight. So in order to get the rights to use Empire State of Mind, you have to have, you have to get permission from all eight of those publishers, mm -hmm. at least for our use. It depends on the use, but in our case. Um, so we're not gonna use that because I know we don't have uh, rights from some of those publishers. Um, but other tracks, um, particularly uh, ballady tracks, um, less current tracks, are more likely to be available from a smaller number of publishers. Mm -hmm. um, now, exactly how many? I actually don't have a count at this moment. Okay. Do you, do you, well, do you have backers? Because you know this is going to be an expensive proposition getting licenses <laughs> you, and they'll probably want favored nation clauses and so on so you'll yes absolutely we, we do have funding mm -hmm. is yeah. a lot of your time spent trying to get more funding um for one for maybe not you but for your partner or yeah unfortunately for both of us we spend more time uh fundraising um than we'd really like to um it's it, sometimes it feels like you're not actually working on your business when you're raising money. Mm -hmm. um, of course you are, <laughs> because you're fulfilling a need for the business, right. uh, but it can be a very frustrating experience because you're meeting with many, many investors, most of whom say no um, for, to any business. Um, we actually met one investor who had said no to Uber, <laughs> so <laughs> we don't feel bad when we... Um, and uh, um, and and it's very tricky, um, especially in the music industry. We need a little extra money because of those advances yeah. um, and the MFN clauses and, and all of that mm -hmm. um, does make our position a little bit trickier than other startups. On the other hand, we also know that music is very very compelling, 
and we know um, that teenagers really, as teenagers especially, but other people as well, really want access to this kind of product. This is something that really engages teenagers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so there is the added expense, but there's also the additional uh, payout down the road that this is content that people really want to engage with. And also, of course, mobile video is exploding, so we are a little bit in the right place at the right time as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I read on the uh, Frequently Asked Questions page that you weren't able to save the music videos you create on a camera roll. And I was wondering if this was including like music videos you make with your own original music. And if so, why would this be when you can share it on all um, the popular social media outlets? Ah, great question. So this has to do with licensing. Um, and it is something we will probably loosen up for artists uploading their own tracks. Mm. Um, and we'll probably loosen up over time as well. Um, as the labels and publishers get a little more lax about this. Um, But right now the labels and publishers are very insistent that we keep all of the music in our ecosystem Mm -hmm. and that we count every play. So every time somebody listens or watches a video made with our app, they have to, we have to count it um, so that they know how many times it's been used um, so we know how much to pay them. Um, and they're not satisfied. Uh, another issue is that they don't want it going on to a platform that is not supported so um, or that isn't licensed. So, for example, Instagram does not have a license uh, to use content from certain publishers and labels, maybe all of them, I'm not sure. Um, and those labels and publishers don't want their content appearing on Instagram, so they don't want us they don't they don't want to be giving us permission to uh, to get content onto um, those services so that makes things very complicated for us unfortunately Um, so the way we do share to some social media platforms is with a link so when we share to Facebook or Twitter um, or via SMS or uh, other methods when the user views the content they view it on our website, so we are able to track that play. Um, and that's great for the artists, because the artist get, gets paid every time we play the track. Is it seamless so the consumer, does, it's not an extra step or anything for the consumer um, who's de- using it? It depends a little bit on the platform. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not quite as seamless as we'd like on Facebook. The user does have to click through a link to get to mm-hmm. our site, um, but it's pretty clean. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's actually, in the case of SMS, it's actually more convenient because you don't have to send a whole video file. Um, so it's, it depends. Um, but on Twitter, it's pretty clean. Um, and if you're on the desktop on Facebook, it's also very clean. It's a very clean experience. And these are 60-second videos? They go up to 60 seconds, to that's 60, right. Okay, which is great considering Instagram just changed to 60 seconds. Right. Uh, recently, so that's... Mm-hmm. And okay. one of the problems that Instagram, or maybe not Instagram, but users of Instagram have is that it's it's fairly challenging to make a 60-second video, especially on a mobile device, that's really compelling. And um, one of the things Shimeo lets users do is make 
a video that's up to 60 seconds long very easily and have it be really compelling. Um, you're, it's not shot the way a Vine video is shot where you shoot a few seconds and then shoot a few more seconds and then shoot a few more seconds, which is actually, it's an easy way to make a video, but it's a fairly challenging way to make a great video. Uh, what we do instead is we allow users to shoot a few videos, so multiple takes of a video, and then um, with the touch of a single button, they, the video gets edited together automatically. Mm -hmm. So you create a very, very compelling experience in a very short amount of time very easily, even if you don't have a lot of talent. Um, and uh, that's something that we're not seeing on other mobile platforms. Mm -hmm. Ashley, okay. ask them how we can get to Shimeo in the first place. How can we get to Shimeo in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> um, so Shimeo is available in the App Store. Um, the, as of this, um, as of this interview in Nashville, um, and it is this is May seventeenth, twenty sixteen. So that's actually cool because let's say you blow up, um, we'll we'll <laughs> be able to use you and say, hey, we had Bjorn way back when they were right. just right. starting out. And, and people can go, oh, that's, this is exactly where they were in mid-May right. 2016. I'm sorry to interrupt. I would never do that to a guest. So no. You no, may continue with whatever you were talking <laughs> about. So, um, and, and it's good that you did because I didn't know the date. So, <laughs> <laughs> because it's, this is just one of those conferences. That's what happens at music conferences. If you know the date, you weren't there. Um, so it's May 17th. Um, and right now you can go to the App Store and download the app. Uh, it's for iOS only right now, and um, the features, so we don't have uh, Top 40's music, but you can use your own music from SoundCloud if you're an artist, uh, and it's a great way to promote your music. We have a lot of, uh, especially hip-hop artists, but we have a number of other artists making videos in the app, and um, some of them are just sharing it in the app, some of them are sharing it across social media and getting a lot of views. And um, pretty soon we'll be launching some new features with, along with the Top 40s music. We're going to be launching a really cool collaborative feature that makes it even easier to make a video, um, which is not something you usually think of with collaboration. But um, you just shoot one video, and while you're shooting that video, we will find your friends through your login, either with Twitter or Facebook or your phone, and um, and automatically download their videos. So while you're shooting, it's downloading your friends' videos, and then as soon as you're done shooting, you press play and it automatically and instantly makes a compilation of your videos and your friends' videos all together. Um, so it's a really, really fun way um, you know, to make videos very, very easy because you, you don't have to contribute to the whole product. You just make one video, and it doesn't even have to be that good, especially if one of your friends is good. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and then you can share that and invite your friends to join. Um, and it's also a great opportunity for artists because instead of just having, uh, instead of just putting their song out there and their video out there and trying to get people to pay attention to them, they can invite their fans to make a video and get their fans to um, share the videos with their friends. So suddenly, instead of being their, their own advocate only, they have their fans advocating for their music and spreading the word. 
Okay, cool. Do you want me to keep asking questions? Is yeah, that yeah one, 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 more, one more question. Yes. Yes, um, and I, for the, those, I, I gave Ashley okay. the Okay, I had go. some other questions, but I think I'm going to jump to an end question, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. So the app, you know, I know you're saying there's a collaborative feature coming out and things like that, but with apps changing and everything just changes so fast, where do you see this evolving? Like, what kind of, how far can you see this going? Do you see it changing? And, like, do you have a vision for, I don't know, even two years from now, because obviously it'll be di completely different by then. Right. Um, yeah, that's a great question. So the bigger vision for the company, um, as we've started to develop this, we've realized that video, um, that there's there's a bigger problem here, and it's not just music, but for there's a bigger problem for users, and it's not just making music videos. It's making videos on a mobile device that tell a compelling story. Mm -hmm. um, that are fun, easy to engage with, and uh, aren't hard to make. Mm -hmm. And right now, it's still pretty. It's it's easy to make a video on your phone, but it's relatively difficult to tell a good story with that. Um, something that has a beginning, middle, and end. And so, if you look on a platform like Vine, um, you see a lot of a lot of people following a very small number of people because mm -hmm. those are the small number of people who have figured out how to tell a story in this very constrained medium. Uh, and then if you look on YouTube, you see a lot of people who have just figured out how to use Final Cut Pro or some other complicated platform for, uh, uh, for making much more elaborate videos, but that takes a lot of time. So our sort of bigger vision is helping people tell stories with video. And we see a lot of possibilities with that. Uh, we started with music, of course, because that, that was sort of our inspiration. Um, and we see a lot of possibility there. Music really helps inspire people and helps them to tell a story. Um, I had a lot of background with music software development. So that made sense as a starting point. But we also think that there are ways to tell stories with video, especially collaboratively, that are easier and more fun for the end user. Um, so an example would be sort of a storytelling app where maybe um, either the app creators or some popular person on the app uh, creates some piece of the story and then somebody else finishes it. Um, there have been some apps that kind of do this, but I think there's a big opportunity there to really do it right. Um, and we see some other opportunities with um, continuing along the theme of starting with a sound and making video around that, but not necessarily music. So it could be sound effects, it could be um, silly noises, uh, that sort of thing, um, or things from movies. Um, so we see a lot of uh, future and potential there, but I think the theme is always going to be making it easier to tell stories uh, with video and uh, you know make everybody a make it possible for anybody to be a storyteller great. Wow, that's great that's really cool mm -hmm. that yeah. is very good yes yeah. and you tell good stories yes thank you and a lot of it is fact a lot of it is truth but we want to thank you for being on we do need to wrap up okay was, well, that, was that good for you Were that you was happy? great yes yes thank you very much
Bjorn Roche of, of Shimeo. That's very interesting. This is going to be one of those that you listen back to a number of times. And they, it, we would be very thankful if you blew up and were extremely successful. <laughs> yeah. That would be really cool for us. Well, I, we I downloaded the app. Awesome. All right. Awesome. Well, you know, I, I'm looking forward to blowing up. So <laughs> there we go. So you're allowed to do so. We give you our blessing. Excellent. You may blow up and get huge. So one more big thanks to Bjorn Roche for doing yes. this. It was great. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, Steve, and Ashley, and Dave for having me. And Cole, who's not with us anymore, but uh, he's still alive. But he <laughs> <laughs> not halfway through, he just passed out and died. No, he, he went out on assignment. And Ashley Overa, thank you very much for picking it up and making it happen. You're the best award-winning Ashley Overa. She won the Music Management Outstanding Human Being Award for the year 2015. Congratulations. Patterson. So congratulations again to Ashley. Very much. And, and the check is going to Dr. Marconi yes. when for that award? Uh, it'll be in the mail shortly. Very, very and much. I understand we won an award this morning. Did we? No. Yes. We did? I know they called they said to me about Claudia that. New Lisa. Oh, really? We won uh, John Danio announces from the stage. We won in Patterson University for the most student representation. No kidding. No, William no, Patterson no. University. That's great. Tweet it out. Oh, good. Okay. Know. Well, very nice. Well, why don't we give some thanks to you, Dr. Marconi, and well, then we'll do some investigation. Thank, thank you so much, doctor. Oh, you are the best doctor <laughs> in the room right now. Thank <laughs> you so much. Oh. Did that buffet, had they have anything, the buffet we put out? There is no there. time for you to have any buffet. We need to do more Crawl interviews. Crawl biscuit, anything. No, our next interview is canceled so Dr. Marconi can eat. So there we wow. go. And we're going to finish this up. So I'm your professor, David Kirk Philp, and we want to thank you. Instead of saying hello, we want to say adios! Oh, you mean Charles is here just to take our picture? I'm still saying adios. Adios. <laughs>